When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Drew Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. With me, Alan Minskoff. He's a contributor to Audiophile Magazine, and he's joining me for the whole week to give us his takes on some good listening. Hey, Alan, how are you? I'm good, and I'm very excited about today's audiobook. Okay. It is by the uh, the author Richard Flanagan, and it is read by the remarkable Essie Davis, who a lot of people may know from television. She's an Aussie actress, and she reaches heights in this book that you will rarely hear in uh, narration. Wow. That says something. Well, I think that the, the review says that as well, and I felt listening to it that uh, she uses her actor's force and brings each character, and there are quite a few characters, into, into real relief. It is a book which the environmental crisis, especially the fires in, in Australia, hang over like a low cloud. And the activities of the people, uh, it's another book with a little bit of sort of magic realism. The things that happen to the people are not exactly what happens to us in, in daily life. But it, it acts. So it's a novel. It's no question a novel. And it is fictional okay. and, and sort of has that piece where things happen to people that, that would never happen, but you go, you go along because it moves the, the, the work along. And she is a, a unique talent. I mean, people know her from TV. She does Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, which uh, actually... Oh, I listen. I watch Yeah, that. we do too. <laughs> and, and she is the she is Miss Fisher, and you know she has a lot of talent. But this is a tough, tough story. For one thing, there is this theme of the fires, and they're much worse in the novel than even the, as terrible as they were in real life. And then there's this family story. They are keeping their mother alive, and it's a funny kind of bookend to the story because the mom doesn't want to be kept alive. She's at the end of her life. She's suffering. And yet they are keeping her alive for their own reasons. Oh, yeah. But it makes a very powerful counterpoint to this larger environmental text. It's also set in Tasmania, which in and of itself is kind of the real outback of the outback in, in Australia. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's riveting. Well, Richard Flanagan is... Australia's great writer. He won the Man Booker for The Narrow Road to the Deep North in when 2014, I think. Yeah. Right. And he's kind of the king of the poetic titles. Oh, yeah. He's really good at that. You're right. I mean, the living sea of waking dreams. How many poets would like to just start their, their work there? The Narrow Road to the Deep North. Absolutely. Go Richard Flanagan. So why don't we hear a little? We're going to hear a section that's going to give a sense of the environmental crisis. I just thought that was more important than the familial story. Okay. 
here we go. It is The Living Sea of Waking Dreams by Richard Flanagan, read by Essie Davis. For a long time, he'd been aware of a growing scream that was within him and outside him, continued Anna's brother. He tried to contain that scream. It made him stutter, but it kept insisting. The world grew daily hotter and smokier and nightly noisier. More construction noise, more insects disappearing, more road noise, more fish stocks collapsing, more news noise, more frogs and snakes dying out, more Brexit, Trump, climate, coal, more and more. Oh, you can hear the momentum building in her voice. It, it is. It's, it's a performance that I, uh, if even if you weren't interested in this subject, mm-hmm. Listening to this performance is worth it. And I think it's it's a perfect kind of family story that a lot of us will deal with. You know, a lot of people will deal with what happens at the end of life with parents. Yeah, of course. And so that's an of important course. piece. But the fires themselves are kind of like a character. He really does an extremely careful and detailed job of talking about the environmental crisis. He himself said he wrote this as a response, as kind of a cri de coeur about the horrific experiences that they had in Australia. It's, you know, that was, God, 2020, what a mess that year was. Because that was in January 2020. That's that's the way the year began, <laughs> with those horrible bushfires. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that is The Living Sea of Waking Dreams by Richard Flanagan, read by Essie Davis. And this was in your phone's winner, correct? It is. Excellent. Today's episode of Behind the Mic is brought to you by Penguin Random House Audio, publishing the finest fiction and nonfiction audiobooks for adults and children. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash audiophile today and start listening. And then follow Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating on Apple. It helps people to find us. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.